Life Radio, where we aim to live independently for excellence with your host, Victoriously Speaking, also known as Nicole Benton, Licensed Professional Counselor. Do you sometimes feel that nobody understands what you are going through and that others do not share your personal struggles? You may be surprised. Today, you will listen and learn from the stories and our testimonies on the program. Now, here is your host, Victoriously Speaking. It's your girl, Nicole, a.k.a. Victorious and Victoriously Speaking, and I am here today on Life Radio, brought to you by Hearts to Nourish Hope. I'm so glad to be here. You know, I really wanted to kind of recap a little bit because we're we're talking about family secrets, y'all, family secrets. And last week, you know, we talked about physical abuse, and we I had a story the other day, and I just wanted to kind of talk about the fact that I got a little bit emotional at the end. And the reason was because it really wasn't his story. If you go back and you listen to the story, it was horrific. But it was more so at the end of the story, when I first met this brother, he was full of anger and regrets. And it was evident of his transformation when he ended it with saying that he wanted, you know, people to reach out for help and that it was, you know, that you had to pray and that you have to you know, trust God and understand that God loves you. And you see, I know there is a God just because of that. Because when I met this brother 11 months ago, he didn't even believe or trust in God. And for him, I didn't even coach him or anything. I said, hey, can you just tell your story? And for I said, and at the end, I want you to tell people, you know, give them some advice based on where you've come from. And for him to say that, oh, I know there's a God. And, and when I look at that, I say we have to stop glorifying the messengers. And what I mean by that is, yes, I'm a therapist, but I do what God tells me to do. And with all my education and training and experience, it doesn't really matter because the people that I serve are the ones that make the change. I'm just obedient to God. So it's the one that finds the courage to change and transform into someone new. To me, that's the person that needs recognition. So often people fight to change without the support or the guidance. And then when they change, they struggle to maintain because uh, there's no recognition. So there's only reminders of what they used to do and what they used to be. And that's why I'm so excited because I got two guests on here. Um... And I want to go ahead and introduce them real quick. One of them is Neferti Primus, and then I also have Sir, Sir Markadu. And uh, so Neferti, she is a Brooklyn-born writer, mother, and lover of all things. When I venture with passion for food, nature, and culture, she holds a bachelor's degree in history from Clark Atlanta University, CAU, and I. Um, <laughs> and she lives by the motto, to thine own self be true. Welcome, Nefertiti. Peace, peace, family. How is everyone doing this wonderful evening? I am Nefertiti, and as I was uh, formally introduced, just uh, full of life, full of love, full of energy. Um, really excited to be lending my voice um, as a survivor of uh, sexual abuse and um, childhood trauma. I'm really excited to be here um, to offer some words of support, encouragement, um, upliftment, and um, enlightenment on the issue. Okay, well, thank you. Welcome, welcome. And then I have Sir. Sir Markadu Haggins, better known as Sir. He's the owner and CMO, uh, Chief Marketing Officer of Heavenly Body Products and the founder of Strong Young Minds of American Foundation. He created the foundation in order to help people who want to learn about systems, tools, and techniques to become successful. He even promotes health, wealth, and fitness. At the age of 10, Surf started selling, distributing products, and mastering the five principles to international marketing. He has spent 45 years as an entrepreneur, which taught him the importance of helping the community with startup businesses. Please welcome, Sir. Welcome, Sir. Thank you, Queen. God bless you. How are you? You know how I'm doing. You already know. I already know. You already know. I'm doing wonderful to be alive. Okay. And ready to go and ready to serve 
God's people. And um, we, we have a lot of trauma in our communities. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about time that we really bring our voices forth so right. that our therapists and our psychologists can be able to do the work that they need to do to heal our communities. That's very true. And it's, you know, with everything that's going on today, um, you have a lot of ex- people being exposed today. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Uncles, <laughs> aunts, grandparents. <laughs> we have, yes. Senators. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every level of society, yes. Yeah, we, we got a lot of things going on. And it's crazy because, you know, I've been in this field for so long and dealing with um, these types of situations, which is why I really had to talk about this. Um, I, I said before that I did a, a mega church uh, youth conference, and it was thousands of kids from all across the country. They're coming, and here I'm doing this workshop on family secrets, mm-hmm. and when the chaperones found out what my topic was about, they were pulling kids out the class, oh, and I was like... Well, wait, we should be talking about these things as a people and as a community, especially in the church. But that's not what happened. And so I really thought it was important to do this on Life Radio um, because this show is about healing. But let's talk a bit, little bit because, see, I think it was a few weeks ago where it started with this Me Too campaign. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who that was? Uh, there was a sister, I believe, who started it, a, a, a black woman who started it. But I, I just saw it kind of take off. I saw different sisters, brothers as well, uh, speaking out, speaking up about their stories. Mm. Um, I don't know. I know it started with this. I thought I was a celebrity. And I can't remember his name initially. But then everybody, I, I think, think the Me Too part. Popularized it. Is that what happened? A regular sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. See, I got the whole backdrop wrong. But that's usually <laughs> that's what happens, right? right? going in the right direction. Right. That's usually what happens. Um, I think that when you see these things with the people like the uh, senators or these folks that's in, um, in, in the oh, Capitol. And, and my thing is, you talking about that one guy, he's like 80-something years yeah, old. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, you know you fresh. <laughs> you know you fresh. I see politics is a whole nother animal. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, people in power. The laws. So if the laws are written, mm. that, you know, hey, shh, don't, don't say nothing in the school. Don't teach that because we're going to uh, expose all the good old boy network. Mm. It doesn't oh, matter well, yeah. if it's black, white, Chinese, or Korean. That's true. The, the, the network is, that's a strong network. Mm-hmm. And it's ready to be broken at any time. Anytime God's people decide, that yeah. we're gonna, but we're, it's going to be a young movement. It's not going to be as old folks like me. I'm 57 years old, but mm-hmm. I'm 60. That's still young. I have the mind of an 18-year-old, and that we're going to save the 17 to 40-year-olds. Right. If you have a story about being molested and all these secrets, well, let's tell it while we're 18, 19, coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Now they can't stop you. Right. You can't stop your stories at 18, 19, 20 years old. Don't wait till you get to 52 like me mm-hmm. and have to go into therapy mm-hmm. and I'm ready to kill somebody mm-hmm. because nobody want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. So finally I had a therapist that's willing to sit down and listen. Well, I swore, I mean, I was swearing and, and going at it. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Because God said, Tell the story. Get it louder. Go louder. Go louder. Go stronger. Bring bring other people Mm -hmm. into it. Let's help. So our babies won't go through the same crap Mm -hmm. because they're writing the laws don't mean that we can't write our own laws. But you made a point about the fact about just why there's so much exposure now. Mm -hmm. I really believe there is a shift going on. And that um, things are about to change. Well, they're making a change. I yeah. mean, but I ain't even talking change. about them. Yeah. I'm talking about us. Yeah, we need to change. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Gonna, there has to be something going on transformationally. You know that in the universe yeah. that we don't even really, you know, we don't know what's going on, but we see it happening. Because you see the exposure. Yes. And you do see. I mean, I was on Facebook the other day, and I saw a young lady 
confronting the person who molested her uh-huh. on Facebook Live. Yes. Come and on. he's sitting there eating. She said, oh, you have the audacity to sit here and eat with my family? Why don't you tell them what you did to me when I was, uh, I can't remember, yeah, young or whatever. So matter. people are starting to speak up. And exactly. I'm excited about it because yeah. I can't tell you, as, as much as I have, when I worked uh, with DFACS, there was this thing, it bothered me so bad. Because when you, to substantiate a case, uh-huh. the child has to uh, disclose. But now, what's crazy about that is that the child may not always disclose because they're scared. Yes. Okay. And so I had a situation one time when um, and it was so crazy. Like this was the craziest family, Lord Jesus. But I could tell something was going on because this little girl was like in a second grade and had bags yes. under her eyes. Yes, but yes. she told her friend at school, and the whole thing didn't seem right to me. But because she didn't disclose, I had to close the case. Wow. And it, it really did something to me because, like, last week I talked about the statistics, and they're just crazy. I think I had put them on Facebook. But you're talking about, like, what did they say? Uh, was it one, no, 2.5 or something like that of children out of 100,000 in 70-something million kids have substantiated abuse. But those are just the ones that make it through right. the system. Exactly. Not the ones what? that tell. Matter the ones that don't tell. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's why I say it's going to happen younger now. You're going to see recovery so fast. Mm-hmm. It's going to blow people's mind. Well, we get we're yeah. advocating for the 70, 18, 19, 20-year-olds to come out. Uh-huh. Tell it early. So that we can, uh, we're not, see, my thing is we're not trying to throw people in jail. We just want to bring exposure to them. Right. Well, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm sorry. We got a break, and I'm going to go ahead, and I will bring y'all back, okay? I love it. All right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Reconciliation Movement is a nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization. It helps youth and families with education and community resources, promoting self-awareness, mental health, and drug and alcohol recovery. Reconciliation needs help with providing these resources for youth and families. Reconciliation accepts and is in need of donations and professional services to no and low-income families to prepare them for independence through health and education. Visit the reconciliationmovement.org. Victoriously Speaking has over 20 years of experience in human services. She is a licensed professional counselor, a motivational speaker, writer, performer, and community advocate. Book Victoriously Speaking for your next event or take advantage of the workshop she has to offer. Victoriously Speaking is all about teaching life and learning to live independently for excellence, free from fear, anger, and our doubt. For more information on these programs or to book Victoriously Speaking, call 404-969-5661. That's 404-969-5661. Hearts to Nourish Hope has been a leader in Clayton County for over 22 years. As a nonprofit, our goal is to expand and continue to be a one-stop community resource center that equips youth with the tools they need to achieve their goals. From our education and career training programs to our youth-operated food pantry, all of Hearts programs are designed to empower participants to improve the lives of their families and the community. Would you like to volunteer or need more information on how to participate? Please visit heartstonourishhope.org. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Today it seems everywhere I go trouble facing me. You are listening to Life Radio. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at reconciliationmovement.org. Now, back to Life Radio. Here again is Victoriously Speaking. Welcome, welcome back to Life Radio, again brought to you by Hearts to Nourish Hope. So we are 
at the second segment, which is about the story of the day. And we're going to start off because I think Miss Nefferty, she got a little something for us. Ain't that right, Nefferty? Show you right. Show you right. So she's going to do a poem and then she's going to talk about her story of the day. So let's, let's go ahead and get into that. Hey, everybody. Well, I have a uh, small poem here, and it's simply titled, Mama, Can You Hear Me Now? And it's speaking of uh, from the voice of a child experiencing uh, the childhood trauma. Mama, can you hear me now? Mama, can you hear me now? My eyes so full of glee. A trusting bond of love divine is all they'll ever be. Mama, can you hear me now? I'm asking once again, my deepest, truest heart's desire for you to be my friend. Mm. Mama, can you hear me now? You're dressed to hit the town. But will you leave me with Aunt Sue? My face begins to frown. Mama, can you hear me now? As you run out with your clutch, the wolf will soon be closing in. I need you oh so much. Mama, can you hear me now? Aunt Sue has left for work. Cousin Johnny waits around, and in the dark, he lurks. Mm. Mama, can you hear me now? My light is growing dim. I promise not to say a word. I know he is my kin. Mm. Mama, can you hear me now? My tummy starts to grow. A secret shame to hide no more. There's something you should know. Mama, can you hear me now as I cry out in pain? The time has passed to lecture me about how I'm too vain. Mama, can you hear me now with baby all in tow? Mama, you weren't listening. I lost my chance to grow. Mm. Awesome. Clap, clap, clap. Yes. Yes. So tell us what inspired that story. What inspired uh, my story and my poem mm-hmm. is um, touching back and digging deep and getting down to that little girl and thinking about experiencing uh, sexual trauma and sexual abuse um, from the standpoint of uh, an unexperienced, innocent, unaware little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember that. I remember um, feeling so confused about what I was experiencing with my body and the disconnect that I was feeling between the, the feelings of my physical body and not necessarily understanding in my mind the psychological uh, turns that are happening as these sensations are happening with my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wanted to dig deep and touch back and um, tap into the small voice of, of that innocent little girl. And I'll just... Um, go right into my story of uh, sexual trauma, sexual abuse, uh, which began when I was about four or five years old. And my mom, God bless her, she had me at a a young age. I would say as young, my mom had me at 19, um, turning into 20. Um, And you know, my mom was still finding herself as, as we are at that age. And I remember my mom leaving me with family a lot, you know, and this is something that I uh, I see a lot of moms do. This is something I struggle with that I'll get into um, in a little bit. But my mom, you know, she's 19, she's 20, she wants to do her thing, she's feeling hip and young, and so she would leave me with a family member. And um, my aunt was definitely naive. She had a son who was six years my senior. And so, you know, the sexual abuse, the touching, um, coming, walking in on me in the bathroom. Um, and I remember one particular instance of uh, spending the night and him asking me, uh, take off your pajamas, you know, take off your clothes. You know, it's OK. But I knew inside that something about this was not right. Mm-hmm. But. You know, we're always taught to respect your elders and this person is older than you. And so by default, you have this trusting nature as a child. Mm -hmm. And it's really uh, unfortunate. It's a shame. And it's disgusting when someone perverts your innocence Mm -hmm. um, unknowingly. You know, uh, I remember being fondled when I didn't have 
uh, breasts. You know, I just mm. remember just having a flat chest. And so that's kind of how I remember, like, the timeline of things. And, um, you know, a lot of times we do try to speak out in the best way that we know how. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. We don't know what we don't know. And so I remember saying to my mom uh, that this particular family member was my boyfriend. And, um, you know, my mom kind of just didn't understand it. And so that's, that was kind of my story. Yeah. And how long did that last? It lasted from about the age of four till about the fifth grade. I was about 10, 11 years old when it stopped. Mm. It's, mm. That's when he died. Wow. Mm-hmm. What did he die from? He had a seizure underwater. Wow. He had okay. a seizure in a New York City swimming pool, public pool. Mm-hmm. And all that got into his system and he caught pneumonia and he died. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for having me. And thank me. you for that wonderful poem. Thank you. I hope I encourage someone out there. Well, yeah, we got another story of the day, and uh, that comes from Mr. Sir. So, Mr. Sir, you ready to tell your story? I'm always ready. All right. I like that. Let's I'm go. I'm born ready. Let's go. Well, that's what my mother said. I wasn't quite ready. <laughs> I'm <part of> that <laughs> experience. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, but, um, yeah, the story, um, I just know that I grew up, as a young boy, like any kid, mm-hmm. happy. I thought I was pretty happy, even though, you know, people were getting beatings and all that stuff. I said, well, that was part of the, the segue, right? Mm-hmm. And then again, with, like the sister said, you know, respecting elders and all this and that. Mm-hmm. But my mother, uh, God bless her soul, she used to um, drink and go gambling and and go play cards and pinochle and all that scribbage. And so she used to take us over to the house where there was other children. Mm-hmm. So while they doing their game, we they doing their game. I'm eight years old. Mm-hmm. But this little girl started kind of, well, which I know now, started coaching me. Okay. So I didn't know what it was. I, I just know that I've seen uh, people having sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, at eight years old, wasn't ready for that. You know what I'm saying? So finally, I followed her into a room, and she started to have have oral sex with me. And then the the next time I was, she said, let's go. My mother said, let's go. We're going over to, you know, Uncle Buddy's house, let's say. Well, I didn't want to go. I don't want to go. Hold on, we going back over there? Right. You know, I don't want to go. But I didn't know not to, you know, my mother, I think, was teaching us things like, well, uh, if somebody touched you or stuff like that. But you don't know when it starts happening, you're being coached. Mm-hmm. You don't know at eight years old. So after a couple of years of that, you know, periodically going over to visit them, then my uncle at 10 years old, he wanted to get into the picture. So he started coaching me and grooming me and hey you know you like girls of course I like girls I, I mean I was I mean I was at that point I was promiscuous like crazy right you know you opened the door already yeah, right. yeah we gonna talk about that I was, I was, yeah I was a veteran at that point mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so and then he, he he started in on the picture and he groomed me and started touching me and money and let me drive and you know that kind of stuff grooming me so a couple of years, three years of that you know uh, then he wanted me to sexually, and, and you know, you know, do a, 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 a anal, anally, mm-hmm. and I, that's when I said that game is over. Right, I'm okay. done because I was already experienced with girls, and I think it would have been a lot different if he had a, had had me do that when I was ten. Yeah, and, and I've had a lot of yeah. clients like that. Yeah. yeah, we got one minute to break. Um, wow, you yeah. guys are blowing my mind because I. Usually when I'm in, in, in session, it takes a, a lot for people to get the stories out. And here we are on the radio. I think it, well, I think, you know what? It I takes a lot of courage. I've been five years, so I'm right? good. I still got an active therapist. So I'm good, bro. Since- so we're getting ready to take a break, and we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Reconciliation Movement is a nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization. It helps youth and families with education and community resources, promoting self-awareness, mental health, and drug and alcohol recovery. Reconciliation needs help with providing these resources for youth and families. Reconciliation accepts and is in need of donations and professional services to no and low-income families to prepare them for independence through health and education. Visit the reconciliationmovement.org. Victoriously Speaking has over 20 years of experience in human services. She is a licensed professional counselor, a motivational speaker, writer, performer, and community advocate. Book Victoriously Speaking for your next event or take advantage of the workshop she has to offer. Victoriously Speaking is all about teaching life and learning to live independently for excellence, free from fear, anger, and our doubt. For more information on these programs or to book Victoriously Speaking, call 404 404- 969-5661 That's 404-969-5661 Hearts to Nourish Hope has been a leader in Clayton County for over 22 years. As a nonprofit, our goal is to expand and continue to be a one-stop community resource center that equips youth with the tools they need to achieve their goals. From our education and career training programs to our youth-operated food pantry, all of Hearts programs are designed to empower participants to improve the lives of their families and the community. Would you like to volunteer or need more information on how to participate? Please visit heartstonourishhope.org. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Today it seems everywhere I go trouble's chasing me. You are listening to Life Radio. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at reconciliationmovement.org. Now, back to Life Radio. Here again is Victoriously Speaking. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, my God. I hope you guys enjoyed the two stories of the day from our guest, Nefertiti and Sir. And um, right now, we're getting ready to talk about the breakdown. And what that is, is it's the healing process. And so, um, what y'all think about healing? How, how, how has that process started for you guys? Um, for me... And and I mean this with all seriousness. The first thing that you have to do is decide that you want to heal. Mm. You know that the rumbling is going on in your spirit. You know that something is not quite right. You know that you have had this experience. You have pushed the memories down for too long. You, your healing truly begins when you make first the decision that a better life is waiting for you mentally and spiritually. You make the decision, I am worthy of feeling, living, and being my best self. It starts with the decision to heal the parts of you that you know are broken. Mm -hmm. And it's not a beat yourself up thing. It's not a shame thing. It's truly an act of self-love and self-preservation to go inside those crevices, those dark corners of yourself and illuminate them. It's work. It's hard. It's painful, but it is so freeing. It is your salvation. You must go to those dark places and dark corners of your life. And Mm. that's how it started for me. That's how I started my healing. Yeah. You you said that like I'm over here. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) What about you, sir? What about your healing, sir? Well, my healing, it's weird that, you know, because I don't think I Ever let me let me put it over here. I don't think I ever had anybody ask me that. Mm-hmm. Really like that. Okay. My healing, and my healing is uh is economics. Believe it or not, it's craziest thing because after the first molestation, it's like my brain just shoom and it clicked into economics, mm. and I started to study 
you know, the economy. And I started to study how people are taking people's money. I walk in stores. I knew store owners. They would let me stand around, sit around, talk around. And I, they would watch me, how they handle customers. Uh-huh. So I learned the, uh, the art of, of how to negotiate with foreigners. And that was big in my life. So that's my healing was is really economics. I'm 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 in depression now. I have I'm in a depressive state, but mm-hmm. you could never tell because like a functioning alcoholic, a drug addict, mm-hmm. I'm functioning. Yeah. But I I know I'm healing all the time mm-hmm. because of the therapy. If it wasn't for therapy, was it even for self therapy? Come on. Right. Because Come on. I mean I've really a lot of my my therapy has been self-treated for years before I even knew anything about therapy. I knew how to turn to God, you know, for for salvation and for for balance. And it wasn't easy. A lot of people call me crazy today. My wife, I mean, people, they say, you're so crazy. And and I said, no. Right, not wrong with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I said, well, let me ask you about your past. Let's see what was going on in your secret closet. Yeah, because everybody has one. They have something. You know, but you said something really key about trauma. Yes. Everybody experiences trauma differently. Absolutely. And so we we cope differently. Absolutely. There, you know, there's a there's a sense of understanding that that without trauma you would not make it to your purpose. Absolutely. There's a reason for it. Absolutely. What happens most of the time is that we react to it in a way that's either gonna take us to where we're supposed Absolutely. to go. Or we react to it to where it's going to take us down. The pressure all the way out. And so things like, and it's very spiritual. It's very (laughs) spiritual. All of these things, and I know I'm a clinical therapist, Mm -hmm. um, but I am a spiritual person first. And so in that, what happens is that people have to understand that that depression, Mm -hmm. the anger, all these various things is spiritual. Absolutely. These are spirits that drive these things. It's how it causes things like addiction. Yes. That's coping skill most people deal with trauma based off of the fact of how i cope so now i'm coping in all these various ways whether it's addiction whether it's sex whether it's uh gambling even working out working out and some people just work way too much i think we have a caller i think we have a caller shantae and i believe this is a colleague of mine who's a counselor shantae you there hi Hey, Shantae, hey. how are you? I'm well, yourselves. Hi, everybody. Hey, Shantae. So what's going on? You want you had something to say? Well, you know how this this is my this is my lane. Um, I'm always having something to say about about this, and uh, kind of piggyback on something that you asked your other guest. Um, how how do we go about? healing. Um, I wanted to encourage or add basically that I think it's important that we just start talking about it. We just, mm, just talk about we're doing it here. We're talking our about generation. it. Mm-hmm. Say again, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I said that's what, that's the whole purpose of this show is that we have to talk about it. This is where it starts. Right. Talking about it in our families, talking about it in our communities. Um, you know, the disclosure happens in the family, but I think it happen, It needs to happen to break the cycle. Um, I think that this, this thing, it just continues to get passed down um, generation to generation. And we're just kind of, you know, how... The whole saying from back in the day, you know, as as girls, we're we're to be seen and not heard. I think that kind of um, in the perpetuating this thing in our community where we're not to talk about certain things and mm-hmm. not to tell when certain things are happening to us that it's, that that happens to be inappropriate. But I think it helps to just continue talking about it, even as adults, making sure that we're keeping an open dialogue with mm-hmm. our children and they feel yes. that they can come and talk to us about certain things so that we're just not content breaking this, this generational curse, so to speak. It's happened. Oh, it's been happening. It didn't just happen in just this one generation. If we r- r- run the clock back, we, we'll probably see that it's been happening generation after generation right. after generation. And just, it, just, it just ends up being a, a cycle, um, and, and the trauma continues. Oh, man. Okay, well, thank you for coming in, uh, Ms. Shantae, oh. and tell people how to get a hold of you since you're a fellow therapist. 
Yes, so my name is Shante Dabney. I'm an associate professional counselor practicing um, with Nicole in the southwest side of Atlanta. I can be found at sididi.space. That's S-I-D-I-D-I.space. Thank you for calling Thank in doing so. a breakthrough. I love it. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. Y'all have a good All one. right. Okay. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I think... Um, one of the things that she said about generational curses, uh, I think I said this the last show, it's generational spirits that we're passing Absolutely. from one person to the next. That's all. We will not, we, it's, you know, what kills me is that we will sit, we spend all this time in church, we'll pray and talk about what's right and talk about what's wrong. But when somebody touches somebody, it's like, okay, we can't talk about that. Shut it down. So, what do, you know, and the thing about it, the only way, just like in what I teach my clients about depression, addiction, anything. The reason why it continues is because you feed it. Mm -hmm. You have to try to do something different in order to counteract what's going on so any spiritual attack any spiritual anything you do something different Mm -hmm. you have to go against it so if i'm constantly feeding what's coming against me it grows absolutely has to and i want to just chime in this made me think about mildew and mold Mm -hmm. it grows in the dark Mm -hmm. these are how things grow when we live in shame and fear and secrecy these are spirits of darkness Mm -hmm. and this is how things grow but I just want to touch on generational curses I first of all I am a third generational single mom but I am a second generation sexual abuse survivor Mm -hmm. my mother lost her virginity through rape Mm. And I just want to say for the listeners out there, if you recognize that sexual abuse and sexual trauma is a generational curse for you and your family, the baton has been passed to you. It is now your job and obligation. I'm a single mom of a little girl. It is my responsibility and my duty to make sure At all costs, and I mean all costs, capital Mm A-L-L, that this does not befall my daughter. Right. The baton has been passed to me now. Mm -hmm. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no reason for me to look back on my mama and blame my auntie and blame this one. No. Now it's about moving forward, forward movement and progression. That's right. So you keep your eyes open and you stay vigilant. Mm -hmm. Don't mean you got to be suspicious about everybody. And if I can just... Add one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for a long time, I used to feel like, well, where is God in all of this? Mm-hmm. There we go. I mean, let's find like out. Yeah. I mean, let's. T- oh, where is like, God in all of this? Yeah. Right. You know, didn't He see this? He's going right on? there. Mm-hmm. He, he is there. He's right he there. Is there. Mm-hmm. Work it out. There is a testimony in your trauma. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. You know, our yes. lives are not only for us. Yes. Right. Sometimes the things that we experience is for you to give that wisdom for you to save for others. somebody to else. Save others. I just want to add that. I know. I want you to do that after break, too, for our Monday motivation. Yes. But because you're hitting on things. <laughs> Sir, you had something yeah. to say about. I always got something to say. I, I know. But we had like, uh, I think we only got a minute to break. But I do know. Um, you touched on something that I probably am about to have a senior moment about, but, uh, <laughs> but kind of like, even like what I said earlier about the guy that was in the, at the federal detention center that basically, you know, 11 months ago, he didn't believe in God cause he was, well, he didn't, he, he said he knew there was a God, but it was like, he didn't do nothing for him cause look at what he had to go through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just being able to, what I always say to that, if you can't believe in God just yet. How about you believe in yourself? Okay, okay, okay. That's where it that starts. Right. Okay, okay, okay. If, 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 if we could just believe in ourselves, I guarantee you that God will take over. Why? Yes. Because God is in you. He's in you. And yes. so those are the things. And so anyway, we're getting ready to go to break. Stuff, we're really right, you know, woo, we can we getting stuff. it in. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. We will come back with Monday Motivation, and I'm going to give you a couple of national numbers again if you need help and you heard this and you feel like you want to reach out. So we'll be right back after the break.
We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Reconciliation Movement is a nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization. It helps youth and families with education and community resources, promoting self-awareness, mental health, and drug and alcohol recovery. Reconciliation needs help with providing these resources for youth and families. Reconciliation accepts and is in need of donations and professional services to no and low-income families to prepare them for independence through health and education. Visit the reconciliationmovement.org. Victoriously Speaking has over 20 years of experience in human services. She is a licensed professional counselor, a motivational speaker, writer, performer, and community advocate. Book Victoriously Speaking for your next event or take advantage of the workshop she has to offer. Victoriously Speaking is all about teaching life and learning to live independently for excellence, free from fear, anger, and our doubt. For more information on these programs or to book Victoriously Speaking, call 404-969-5661. That's 404-969-5661. Hearts to Nourish Hope has been a leader in Clayton County for over 22 years. As a nonprofit, our goal is to expand and continue to be a one-stop community resource center that equips youth with the tools they need to achieve their goals. From our education and career training programs to our youth-operated food pantry, all of Hearts programs are designed to empower participants to improve the lives of their families and the community. Would you like to volunteer or need more information on how to participate? Please visit heartstonourishhope.org. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Today, it seems, everywhere I go, me. You are listening to Life Radio. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at theconciliationmovement.org. Now, back to Life Radio. Here again is Victoriously Speaking. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is time for Monday Motivation. And we're going to go in order. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to count this down. Nefertiti, go! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you this evening that you are the best you that there is. You're the only you that there is ever going to be. And so... You must fight for yourself. You must fight for your healing. You must know that it's possible. You must know that love and peace, all of these things uh, are promised to you by the Most High God. Uh, You still must fight for it, though. It's not a given. So fight for yourself and fight for your healing. You are certainly worth it. You are certainly deserving of it. Uh, The best love is self-love. It must come from you. Fight for yourself. Love it, love it. Sir, it's your turn to motivate them today. What you got to say? I'll tell you this. Tell your story. Mm-hmm. I'll guarantee you start writing out and you just start practicing in the mirror, whatever you whatever it takes for you to have find your voice. Because that's the one thing that's taken from when you're being in that molested state of mind. Come your on. voice it, 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 it's like even we got you like this. Mm-hmm. And you gotta slowly every day you get peeled back one finger off your throat. And you let you let God know that you really are that you deserve you're deserving of being free. And the only way to be free is to be free indeed. So if you're gonna be free indeed, you got to tell your story. You tell it to the young folks. Let them know this is how you prevent from being manipulated. And a lot of your manipulation is going to come from lack of economics. If you don't have the money, you are subjected to the wrath of evil. The evil that's in that house or in that wherever it is, that gym or whatever, they manipulate you because you don't have the resources and you don't have the voice to speak. But as soon as Watch out for the threats. Keep an eye on your children. You see them go from 100 miles per hour to zero. You know something's wrong. 
Listen to your children. Watch out for their depression. That's the quickest way. And when they tell you they don't want to go back over to uncle or grandpa's house, there's something spooky over there. And they don't want to go no more. So you need you already know in most cases that you know them the molestations in the house. You know they're in there anyway. But because you gotta go to work, because you gotta do this. You want to you turn your children over to evil. So you know there's evil lurking in there. So pay attention to self and you'll figure it out. Just God is awesome. And know that if God is awesome, you are awesome too. Amen. Okay? Amen. Just know that. Amen. That's right. Thank God. Praise your holy name. That's right. Praise Amen. him. <laughs> you know, um, I'm listening to both of you. One of the things that I really try to teach people is that everything that you think starts with what you believe. And so when, you know, when those of us who've had this type of trauma, when these things happen, we will have to, uh, we will have to believe in ourselves, but it's hard because what happens, we believe in lies. And we've been beat down. Well, just think about this, though. <laughs> you believe in a lie. And let me tell you what the lie is. It's kind of what you said earlier. Because it's like, at we first, at first is, I don't know what happened. At first is, you know, oh my God, I gotta tell my mom. You know, well, will she believe me? And it's been so many times that I've had clients that they told their moms, but it's like, I don't believe you, yes, you know, uh, or they get turned away. They don't listen to them. And, and the thing about it is then we start believing, well, don't nobody care. That's the first one. That's the first one. Don't nobody care. Nobody cares about me. And that's where the whole thing about the God sense has to come yeah. in. Yeah, but when you say nobody cares about me, we start coming into what we call me-isms. It's selfishness. And what I mean by that is because that that point, if nobody cares about me, then I ain't finna care about that's nobody why I'm else. Kill myself mm-hmm. at thirteen. Right, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, and, and you know one thing, Doc. Before you finish, mm-hmm. because it it seemed, it seemed like it switched on me because I knew they were gonna kill my uncle. Mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna lose about two or three, four people. That's the only reason I didn't really tell because I didn't want to see the man get killed. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew that I didn't want to see my uncles go to jail, my brother and them, because they were going to prison. Mm-hmm. I already knew. That's why I didn't do. It was the guilt, and for once I realized I wasn't going to kill myself, right. I, I I promised God it would never happen again. That I'm in charge. That's right, right. You know, right. not evil. Mm-hmm. You like I told my uncle before he left. I said, "You ever put your hands on me again?" I said, "I'm going to tell my family." You know what that means. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the thing though, because it even you may not ever get to that point. Like you know, I think I talked about before a client. He didn't tell his mother till he was 21. By then, he had done ran away and, you know, got into all kinds of drugs and prostitution yeah, and all see. types of stuff. And so, and that comes from holding things yeah, in. Why? Because he believed nobody cares. But somebody do care, right? right. Somebody does so love you, so we, speak we, out we and let it care. happen. We gotta do let that. it flow. Practice in the mirror. That's right. Get it out. Scream it out in the shower. Well, it's like I said earlier. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Yes. Well, ain't nothing else. Because when you said that economics was your healing, yes, that's it. what you did. It's still my A lot of us go into the, you know, the arts. That's what I did. That's it what is. you did. And you that's know. still your healing. You know, so those are the things that, and one of the things I want to tell you too is that you got to understand that the spirit of depression and things like that, it doesn't go away. Your vices mm-hmm. never leave. Absolutely. What it is is that it waits for opportunity to strike you. Mm-hmm. And so, just like you said, well, I'm depressed right now. I go through. I've been doing it all my life. Mm-hmm. Been battling depression, mm-hmm. but I've learned to push through it. Absolutely. And when I don't feel like doing something, I still have to get up. Yeah. And so that's the key to that, and going out and getting help. And what I have to do, um, since we're on this uh, world international uh, show, mm-hmm. um, I have to put out, but even for the country, NAMI, the National Association of Mental Illness, um, 800-950-6264. You can also text in crisis to NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741-741. There's also, if there's children involved, there's the national line, 800 422 That's 800 a child okay? I have to put those numbers out 
because somebody's listening may be going through something. Mm-hmm. And I, I want you to know, you heard these two and their testimony, Nefertiti and Sir, and they're awesome. They got through it. That means that you can get through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I, and I need you Hallelujah. to, if you heard this show, call those numbers. Mm-hmm. Go on my website, thereconciliationmovement.org. That's what we're here for. You can call my number, 404-969-5661. There is help out there for you. Yes, indeed. But I want you first to believe that there is help. Absolutely. See, because whatever a man think of, so is he. And that means that if we don't believe that there is help out there, then help is not going to find you. Mm -hmm. So right at this moment, if you hear this, you need to call these numbers. Mm -hmm. You need to seek help. Right now. You need to tell your mother. You need to tell your father, your aunt, anybody that you trust, that you believe in. Because, see, that's where all of this starts. It's your beliefs. Especially the boys. Boys, too. You got to speak up, too. If you're a boy, young man, you got to speak up. Yeah, because you be hiding. Please speak up. Because at at the end of the day, there is always somebody there who has been through it. Absolutely. Who is going through it. I'll be there to help you, too. And... Who is healing from it. So somebody's out there. And I I really, really pray. And and I hope that all of us that are listening. That we're all praying together. And that we motivated somebody today. Be an advocate. Somebody today. Okay. Next week, we're going to talk about emotional abuse. Which is really the most debilitating. And I'm going to tell you why next week so you have to tune in because emotional manipulators are everywhere they're in all kind of relationships i mean from domestic violence to child abuse to to people in the workplace that's manipulators so we're gonna talk about that emotional stuff that's right that's right and so i am so so glad that you guys came in we got one minute just give an encouraging word go you can do it you will do it. You hang in there. You make sure that you open up your mouth and you make sure that you're a leader. You lead yourself out of this crisis. That's Don't right. Don't be playing around. That's Don't right. Play. If you ain't nobody there to help you, help yourself. Reach out to them hotlines and reach out to, to God Amen. and everything will be all right. Amen. All right, all right. So, hey, tune in to Life Radio Hallelujah. next Life week. Radio. See ya. Praise God. That's right. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise your holy name. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making Life Radio an important part of your evening. Please join Victoriously Speaking, also known as Nicole Benton, Licensed Professional Counselor, for another edition of the program next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Here's to living independently for excellence.